Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers, and then Dungeon yet again on just a beautiful Northern California spring day where the birds are chirping, the bees are buzzing, the tits are bouncing, uh, the leaves are uh, burning, whatever it might, it's going to happen, it's going to burn, it's all going to die off, all this greenery, all the shrubs, all the beautiful nature, it's just going to burn in September or October, let's be real about that, it's going to happen, uh, but it's nice right now, it's, 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 it's a picturesque, as I call it, pastoral, uh, but we made it. The Landers, a.k.a. the Griswolds, uh, we made it back from our fucking European vacation. Three weeks of just pure bliss. Uh, planes, trains, automobiles. Uh, my wife looks like John Candy after not going to the gym for nearly a month. Um, I'm Steve Martin with grayer hair. Uh, but, you know, maybe we went on metros. We went on trams. Uh, my, my son might be a trans. I don't know. But we went on so many different uh, um uh, transportational uh, vessels that it, it, it's all kind of meshing together. So I'll do my best in this episode to sort of really bring the light, really paint a picture for all of my five listeners of, of what we went through and what, 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 what the trials and tribulations of traveling with two children, uh, one nearly not a child, uh, one right in the middle of, of, of childhood. So, you know, we'll, I'll, I'll, try to, I'll try to break it down for you, I guess. All right. But about, I'd say 20,000 miles 20,000 leagues under the sea. Uh, I think that's what we traveled. Uh, looking at uh, the, the the shitty fucking uh, uh, economy of United Airlines on their their little uh, TVs on the back of the uh, the seats or whatever. You know, I'm I'm tracking. Uh, I'm looking at the airplane. How far we're going? It looks like from uh, San Francisco, the wonderful shit city of of San Francisco, to London was about five thousand, give or take a couple hundred miles, uh, fifty two hundred miles, something like that. So we went from London to Paris to uh, southern France, uh, Aix en Provence. Uh, then we went from there up to uh, Strasbourg. Then to Strasbourg, to Munich, Munich to Prague, Prague all the way back to fucking Brussels, Belgium, and then Brussels to London. So in total, probably about 20,000 miles, I'd say. We logged in about 110 miles of walking, give or take. Uh, so we, we, we did our job. We did what we're supposed to do. Just like we have in every single vacation we've ever taken as a family, we do too much. We don't sit in one spot. I know there's some people who take a vacation and they sit in the same place for two weeks, which sounds so, uh, relaxing. You get to see, really uh, get to visit this, the city that you, you, you uh, uh, paid to, uh, too much money for, airfare-wise, to go visit. You really could, uh, can immerse yourself in, into the, the, the culture uh, and the lifestyle of that said city. But we don't do that. Because uh, we feel like, I, I believe, it's, it's, it's a mentality I have maybe. My wife might have it too. I don't know if the kids have it or not. But it's like, we will never get back here again. So let's do as much fucking shit as we possibly can. I won't even spend two days at Disneyland. Fuck, I don't give a shit about Disneyland. I don't, I, I'm not going to Disneyland and then California Adventure and then going back to Disneyland and then California Adventure again. That's not my type of vacation. But I'll skip around to five or six uh, different countries. I'll go to eight different cities in three weeks. Yeah, I'll do that. It's tiring. I wouldn't recommend it. Uh, especially with a, a family of four, uh, but it, at least you get to see a lot. You get to see the world. You know, you get to you get to really uh, like uh, you get to embed yourself in, in in something that is uncomfortable to a certain degree, right? You get to see. Uh, from you go from an English speaking country to a French speaking country to a German speaking country to a Czech speaking country, all the way back to the fucking Frenchies in Belgium and the Flemish uh, Walloon or whatever the fuck they call the 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 Flanders Walloon debacle going on in Belgium. Whatever it's it's centuries old. Whatever it is, whatever's going on there. All right. Um, well, let's get into it. Let's just get into it. I, you know, we're tired. I'm still jet lagged. It's Wednesday. We got back Saturday evening. Um, after a, a 11 hour flight, whatever it was from London, uh, I was zonked on Sunday. Uh, the depression, God, the, the, the mighty, mighty depression, mighty, mighty Boston's, you know, it just hits. I knew it was going, going to hit. It hit me. It hits me after every uh, bigger vacation that we've taken. Not so much on the camping trips that we take. Not so much when I'm going to, uh, you know, uh, visit my parents that like we did last, uh, uh, Thanksgiving in New Mexico. Uh, good old lovely Roswell. Uh, I didn't get it after that. I don't get the. I get a little bit of sadness, I guess, when I come back from like, ah, shit. You know, it's back to the grind. All those cliches. You know, uh, 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 what's the fucking bangle song? Is the uh, Monday, uh, Sunday is my party day? What the fuck is it? Is it? I just heard it yesterday. Is that Oingo Boingo? Uh, no, the girl band, the Bangles. Isn't the Bangles or who's the other one? Go Go's. 
uh, uh, Monday, Bloody Monday. I don't know. What, what, you know what song I'm probably thinking, thinking, thinking of. Um, but yeah, it, it, the depression just like, it always hits me. And I knew this one was going to be bad. Um, I didn't know how bad. I tried to set up myself mentally for it. I knew 21 days away from home and like my homeland, the place of, of, of beer swilling, uh, of non-dirty looks when you're having a, a, a nine o'clock uh, beer at some pub or restaurant, eating a fucking meat pie or uh, having some escargot, which I never tried, or eating a fucking a currywurst, uh, a wiener, just sticking it right up my old pooter. You know, whatever I'm doing at some fucking Englisher garden in, in Munich, uh, you know, eat, drinking a Pilsner or hell uh, at 10 o'clock in the morning or some mold hot mold wine in some market in Prague it, it's it's it, no dirty looks none so I call it my my it's my heart it's my beating heart the the uh, Europe's just got it better there is better than us I don't I, I don't care what Americana pride anybody has there is better and I think they know they're better. That's why they kind of ridicule us to a certain degree. You know, that's why we have a sort of weird relationship travel-wise uh, with, with the French. We call them freedom fries. That's our fucking 9-11, right? Because the Frenchies didn't want to get involved with the, 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 the IEDs. Is that what they're called? Uh, what, no, WMDs. Weapons of, what's an IED? Uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction. IED is something. Is that a side road, like a side bomb on a road or something? Bombside road? Bombside road. Uh, roadside bomb. Um, but anyways, yeah, it, it, the hit, the, the, the depression, it, it, I knew it was coming. I, I got it Sunday, tried to stave it off a little bit with some booze. You know, my brother's still here. He picked us up from the airport. I had a road beer. I had a road beer on the way to the airport to San Francisco. I have a road beer back from the airport. Just trying to, you know, I drank on the airplane, of course. And that, this is what, you know, United, was, the flight was okay. Flight on both sides. There's no hitches. We didn't have any hitches the entire trip outside of my own uh, Jewiness and my own anger issues that I have in certain uh, realms. Uh, arguing with my son at every single new place that we got to because he thinks he knows where I, he's going. I think I know where I'm going. The, the old uh, uh, battle of, of, of wits between males, that, which is pretty normal, I think. The sort of battering ram idea between a father and son or even two, uh, uh, um, not, not even alpha males, just two males who think they know what they're talking about. And then the girls were like, oh, what you guys doing? You know, then my wife gets pissed at me. She looks at me shittily. You know, I'm a bad, I'm a horrible person. Of course, her son's not wrong. Of course, nothing he says is wrong. But whatever I, however I react, you know, that is going to be the shit show. Um, well, that happened. That, that was the hitches. Just normal human relationships was the issue. But no issues in terms of uh, getting lost in, in, in metros too much or on trams or in the tube, uh, the underground, whatever you want to call it, mind the gap. Uh, nothing really too bad, right, the entire trip. And we always have to, you have to kind of spare yourself a little, uh, you, know, you got to give yourself a little leeway when you travel to foreign lands that something's going, something shit, something bad's going to happen. Someone's going to get sick. Uh, we're going to get lost. We're going to lose something, which did happen, which I'll detail. We did lose some things, and I lost something in the first hour of our trip, uh, which wasn't a big deal, but it was like, oh, fuck, is this going to be some sort of uh, 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 prophetic uh, idea of what, we, what the trip is going to be like? Within the first hour, I have to throw a goddamn water bottle away at stupid-ass San Francisco security checks. I left a fucking, I forgot to pour out an inch of water in this stupid-ass stainless steel uh, bottle that I bought specifically just for this trip. So that was, you know, I bought it at Grocery Outlet, all right, mind you. So it was on sale for like seven bucks, whatever it was. But I bought it specifically for the, tr for the trip. And within an hour and a half of our fucking trip, I have to throw this goddamn thing. And he's like, well, you can go back through security. I'm like, I'm not doing that. America's got it wrong, motherfucker. Don't you know that? The security is stupid in this country. At, at air, it's a little bit better at the other airports. It just was. I don't, I don't know if we got lucky. I've been through other international airports before, and we got stuck in Costa Rica for quite a while coming through customs. You know, I remember some shit show going on in Japan, uh, going towards Thailand. Yeah, we, it's, it's happened. But this trip is just like, I, I kind of saw maybe just, you know, is it post-COVID? Uh, you know, does America just have it off a little bit in terms of getting back into the country or going from other uh, country to country? I don't know. I don't know. So let's see if we can detail any of that shit. Uh, I know it's a privilege. I know my friend, you know, I, I, I know people, I get depressed uh, after trips. And, you know, it's a privilege. I've had people say, well, it's a privilege for you to travel. Fuck, I guess it is. So it's a privilege to get depressed, I guess, too. I don't know. But it's just, you know, it's a, it's a heavy weight, though. So Sunday was okay. Kind of just getting back into the swing of things, tired of shit. 
Uh, didn't sleep all that well the night before. Kind of crashed early, eight thirty, whatever it was at night, because it was it was you know four o'clock in the morning in London when we left. Whatever it is, right? We had a twenty-two hour day, um, and then, yeah, I fell asleep, woke up. I felt well, felt okay. It felt okay, but then Monday, that's when the the crushing just oh god. I guess it's maybe just a case of the Mondays a little bit. I hate that fucking phrase, but maybe it is. My wife's going back to work. The kids going back to school. I'm I'm alone for the first time in three weeks, which is wonderful. But it's also that again that crushing sadness. I'm just like oh, and I wanted to go back to on a trip. I wanted to. I could go back the next day. I could go back tomorrow. You know, I think this is this is sort of a weird calling for me to a certain degree. Uh, can I ever make that happen in my life with a family? Probably not. Uh, but it is something that I look forward to. It's like the anticipation. You know, just look the the the, the build up. The anticipation, the excitement that you get when you're cl- even planning a trip and looking at places uh, you know, on Google Maps and things and see what's around the hotels that you already got. And we did it pretty smartly, even though you know Spain fucked us a couple of months ago um, or six, what, eight months ago now. Uh, but we were supposed to move to Spain, fucked us, right? So we still have the tickets and we had to use them. And my wife was able to get two weeks off of her work. The kids were able to do independent study for two weeks that led into their spring break. I'm able to have a couple of jobs where I can work remotely and still work while I'm on the road and traveling. And that was fine and fairly easy. No real big hitches there outside of just uh, uh, forgetting exactly what time it was. In the good grand state of Arkansas, the natural state, where I teach a couple of classes, three classes, right? Uh, the Utah job didn't matter so much. Papers came in at different times. I'd work on them in the morning. I'd work on, the, on them in the evening. I never really got totally uh, 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 lost on those or what, what am I looking for. I never got sort of buried by any of the incoming papers. It was fairly you know, steady, but it wasn't anything uh, egregious. I had a lot of train time to work on papers and other shit. I had a lot of airplane time to work on uh, uh, the the things I needed to. So it worked out well. It worked out well. But again, I just knew coming home, oh, I just want to go back. You know, I just want want to flee again. I think that's what it is. It's the sort of fight or flight response maybe or whatever that I have in that. My grandpa had it. A grandpa I didn't know, the Swedish grandpa. He fucking uh, boned my grandma three times and she spit out three kids. Right, and then he just wandered away. He just went back to I'm out, and he just kept doing that. I think between kid and kid, you know, had a kid, went away for a little while, came back, boned her, had another kid, came back again, gave her gave her the old Swedish willy, uh, the fucking Jafelta fit. No, he's not Jewish. What's the what's the, the herring? He gave him the gave her the purple headed herring, and then just you know went back to Sweden again. So it's that wanderlust, possibly. It's that uh, uh, not wanting to feel connected or tethered down or tied down to anything, possibly. So I think that's the best part of the depression I get when I get home from a trip. And home is where the heart is. No, fuck, I hate, there is no home in my mind. I don't like home. I just don't like it. I have no attachments here. I have really no, uh, nothing that is really absolutely holding me here outside of the family that I love. uh, And uh, don't want to just, hey, walk away like my old Swedish grandfather did to his own children, right? And his wife. Uh, I don't know if they're ever, I think they're married. I don't know. I don't know shit about the family history. And that's a whole other can of worms. This is going to be like a three-part podcast because the whole Jew side of my family, we met some of them in Brussels, and I still don't know what the fuck is going on over there in terms of cousins of cousins. We got yelled at by a, like a 94-year-old woman in France because we couldn't find her fucking house who's supposedly a cousin of somebody. I don't know. All right? So maybe I'll get into that. I don't, we'll see, okay? Like I said, a little jet lag still. Three days removed from the trip right now. Uh, but I'm getting back. Went to the gym for the first time yesterday in three weeks. Went to the gym again today. A little out of it. You know, you could tell the strength is not what it used to be. My hands are getting a little sore. The grips of certain weights and things like that. I still put in a good two hours, two hours, 15 minutes each day. But it's just not there. You know, three weeks. Is, I don't know how fat, I don't know how people who never work out start working out. I understand why they don't. It's fucking, it's brutal. It's, it's, it's shit staying on my fucking uh, boxers that I probably had a few of those over in Europe. There's a couple of shit, like, woo. There's a couple of times, and it was in the first day, too. And I know I'm all over the place. But it was in the first day, we get to London. Oh, hold on. Let me, let's, de- let's detail the flight first, shall we? All right. So we get to the airport. I already ta- talked to you about the water bottle debacle. Uh, fucking security guard dumps it. Out. I don't know why. I don't get What am I going to carry in the $7 water bottle? From grocery outlet. Am I going to carry a gasoline? Am I going to squirt it like acid in someone's face? Why don't they just smell it? Why don't they just dump it out in a fucking trash can? Like, Here you go. No, they make me fucking throw it away. 
fucking so that pissed me off a little bit all right, all right but i'm not letting you know i'm buzzed already i'm getting ready i need a beer before the flight i'm i, I just want to get through this fucking security check and we did and it, was, it wasn't that bad outside of that so i get a beer my son gets a coffee you know we're just kind of sitting waiting for the flight we find find out where the gate's at everything's easy peasy you know the beer i get the very disgruntled uh, airport server it was it took me about 10 minutes to get served maybe a little bit longer i just stood there i'm like i just want to pay for a fucking 12 dollar beer can i pay for a 12 dollar beer i think i got like a little something hazy i can't remember what it was i think it was sierra nevada of some kind uh and you know the guy was just he wasn't he wasn't happy and i'm like fuck you know i just wanted to get out of america at that moment i just wanted to get out of america because i had some sort of vision in my head of french tits and like uh, uh, pasty prog women and just, you know, laughter and jovial uh, red face, more red faced than me and like broken veins on the nose in France of some old sailor drinking wine in the port of fucking uh, uh, of Marseille, whatever it might be. You know, I have those those visuals in my head of that, that none of that came true. But, you know, it, it's, it's something I just come on, let's just go. So I got my beer sipping on it, waiting for the flight to come. I know there's going to be free booze. Well, not booze because it's United Airlines. And years ago, when I, my wife and I took British Airways, uh, it was free everything. Free booze, uh, free beer, free wine. All right? And that was, that's like the, the, the it, it stole my heart. Uh, but I knew now, just on international flights with United, it's beer and wine, which is fine. And I thought they would have some sort of decent kind of beer on, on the flight. You know, maybe uh, like mid-range, a Heineken. Um, what else is mid-range? Uh, then they did. They had Stella Artois. So when we get on the plane, I'm just kind of, all right, let's, where, where's the first fucking service? And I know when the first service comes, I'm going to order a beer. My wife ordered a wine. The kids got soda, whatever, what have you. Uh, you know, okay, Stella Artois, not bad. And that flight was okay. You know, I would, have, I would get up after service for a little while, go take a piss, go ask a lovely uh, flight attendant, could I get another beer? They had no issues with that. I would get my wife a glass of wine. I would go get another beer, stretch my legs, everything fine. The 11-hour flight was fine. But I'm weird on flights. I can't watch a lot of movies. I don't know why. I just kind of sit there and stare at the back of a seat. I'll play some of the stupid games that are on the little modules. Uh, I will watch sometimes some movies here and there. I think I watched the movie Nope, but I couldn't finish it. Then I started watching something else. Couldn't finish that. I don't know what it is. I think it's the anticipatory uh, nature that I have of like, you know, I just want to get there. I'm writing a little bit in my notebook. And I did really fail at that, though. I'm usually pretty good on trips to do daily uh, in my like pretentious notebook. And look at this fucking pretentious notebook. I have my, my pretentious notebook right here that I wrote some notes in for today's lovely podcast for my five listeners. But I bought one at Target, and it has a big pink D on it. You know, not for dick, not for a doggy dick, but a big pink D uh, for Domestic Dawn. And I bought it, and it came with a tassel. It came with a pink tassel and one of those pink like uh, bands. Like here, you can probably hear the... You hear that snap of the band? Let me. Or it has like one of those little band uh, like page holders or whatever. But I took off the tassel. It's, it's gay. It's gay as shit. Uh, but I bought it specifically for this trip, and it's a little too small. I should have got like one of the the pretentious notebooks that I usually write in. Uh, but I did take some notes, and I have a lot of notes of reference of of certain days and trips. But I didn't do I didn't do justice with my note writing. Uh, so this is all by memory. All right, this is all by memory. So the flight a okay. Stellar Artois, we know we're getting into London early, right? It's going to be about 10 o'clock uh, San Francisco time, what have you. It was 6.55 in the morning London time. So we know we're, we're going to have a long stretch, a long day. And the thing about being jet lagged is you shouldn't go to sleep. You should just keep pressing on, keep pressing on. And we did. We found our hotel, uh, the Rushmore Hotel, it was called, off, uh, um, um, fuck, what was the exit? I think it was what on the tube. It was, let me see, Rushmore Hotel, Earl's Court, Earl's Court. And the thing about London, though I've only been there twice now, but the thing about London, it feels like New York City to me. It's just, it's no different. And I've only been to New York City once, but it really feels no different than any big major city that we have in this country in terms of like, uh, I guess a, a big city that would have public transportation as London does. Uh, the tube was fairly simple. Uh, we got, we found, you know, the, the only debacle a little bit is the, the ticket situation. We had to figure that out first. All right. Do we need a day pass? Do we need just a destination pass? That's always a shit show. We got fucked in New York buying a stupid $35 pass thinking all of us can get through the subway system on that. And it was only one f person that could use it. So, we, we, you know, there's, there's those little trials you get as a stupid idiot tourist. 
uh, the dumb American abroad. Uh, and, you know, but pretty simple. Pretty simple to get to this first station. And like I said, press through. We are able to drop our bags off early in the morning at this Rushmore Hotel. The lovely Pakistani or Indian, whatever, dot-not-feather person was, oh, of course. So we stored our luggage in this little shithole, uh, old Victorian house. And I couldn't splurge as much as I wanted to. Uh, we bought a lot of the hotels uh, months ago. But I didn't, London's expensive, all right? The exchange rate sucks. It's not as bad as when I went years ago. I think it was a dollar, I think a pound was a dollar eighty-five. Right now, the pound is about a dollar twenty, dollar twenty-two, something like that. Still not great, all right. Still not great, but I knew the conversion was going to suck. And all the hotels are three hundred dollars. I'm not going to spend three hundred dollars for two nights in London before we move on to the rest of our trip. Because we we're going to stay in London only for a couple of days because we knew we were coming back at the end of the trip. Right? You guys following now? All right. So we get to the Rushmore Hotel, old Victorian style house near a busy sort of tube station, but not a, a wildly busy area. But it's London. It's a city. Right? But the thing about London, it, like I said, it reminds me of New York City, but without, without the stank. Without the stank of New York. You know, you know, in New York City, it seems like you got, you got dudes like beaten off in the subway. You got like fucking rats eating and pigeons and pizza and shit. Um, you got just like crazies everywhere. Uh, it, it didn't seem like London had, yeah, there's homeless people there, of course. There's some crazies there, but not nearly as much. The tube is cleaner, it seems like to me. Um, but even though I, I guess it's the same as New York City. When we went, we didn't go out at midnight on the tube or in the, on the subway. We didn't go out at midnight in London. on the, So I don't know what the tube is. So I'm, I'm talking like this fucking privileged white male like I am. Uh, I fit just right in with London with all the crooked teeth. And that's a fucking misnomer, by the way. There is no more crooked teeth in London. I noticed that. As some of you know, I'm obsessed with teeth. Right? When you have something bad, like you know, I have a small dick, so I'm probably obsessed with big dicks, uh, big sticks, uh, whatever it might be, big shit, I don't know, whatever it might be. Uh, uh, I'm obsessed with teeth. So I always look at people's teeth. I just do. That's, that's something I'm, I'm neurotic about. That's something I'm aware of in myself, of course, way overly too aware uh, um, of it. But you know, I, I didn't see any crooked teeth. Didn't see any crooked teeth. So I think we're now we're in an era where everybody has gotten fucking braces. Everybody, except for me. I'm the only idiot who has not got braces in this world. So I, I was expecting to see some like snaggle tooth, like, you know, some fucking another uh, fellow tombstone Tommy fucking mouth, whatever it might be. You know, I was like, hey, tombstone Tommy. Be like, oh, fucking Josh, you fucking wanker. Whatever he might say, right? Oh, you fucking yellow tooth bastard. You know, I thought we we're going to eh, fist bump or whatever we do, you know, some London thing. Uh, whatever it might be. No, everybody had fucking straight teeth. Uh, but I'm not like I'm not prying people's teeth though. I'm sure there's some old fucking uh, geezer out there, some some old uh, Charles Dickens character or some shit that you know you'd be like, hi, crikey, and he opened it up and you'd have like one fucking gangrene tooth just dangling in a, at the back of his throat. I'm sure that happens. I didn't see it though. I didn't see it. Um, but again, it's it's kind of like New York City without the stink. It's a proper. It's a little bit more of a proper, a proper New York City. Um, uh, it's pretty smooth. The tube's always smooth. Mind the gap. All that shit. Crowded. You know, we had to kind of squeeze in there. I believe it was rush hour in the morning. We have these. We have fucking horrible luggage that we have to get new shit with. It's just a struggle. We only brought one checked-in bag, one carry-on, and then back, a backpack each. So four, four backpacks, one carry-on, one fucking big, just shit. And then, you know, all these other people who travel more than we do, probably. But we travel enough that we need to get good fucking luggage. We need to pony up the money for this. The, you know, they have four wheels these people have. They kind of, like, spin. They move with you. We just have this big, lunky heap of shit with two wheels on it. And I made my, my son carry it most of the time because I blame my knee. I'm like, oh, bad knee. And I carry the carry-on. But sometimes I would have to lug this motherfucker up. And it had all our clothes in it, all, of, all the shit. You know, the, the carry-on was just extra jackets, a couple of pairs of shoes, shit that we would think we would need because it was supposed to be cold the easter we got uh more eastern we got and it was so luckily we did bring what we brought uh because if we didn't we would freeze our fucking little nuts off uh but yeah we, so we, we we're in the tube we're kind of just you know we're just we're sausages in there we're a little tin vienna sausages for a little while then it spreads out the more stops uh we make the more people get on and get off it was fine right it wasn't too bad later on we got fucking totally sardine canned on the way to Prague, but i'll detail that later not i'm not gonna have enough time today um, but so we got to get to the Earl's court, drop our luggage off. Uh, and st like I said, less stink, you know, the, the streets are less, are, are not as dirty as New York city. 
there's not a fucking crazy on every corner like there is there and in San Francisco. There's no, I didn't see a lot of homeless shelter. I didn't see a fucking like tent islands anywhere on any corner. You know, you don't have like King's Crossing or fucking Victoria Station with a bunch of just uh, uh, tarps everywhere. It just doesn't happen there. You know, maybe they have a little bit more infrastructure. That's why I say they're better than I think they I think they care more. I think Europeans care about Europeans more. Americans don't give a shit about Americans. We barely look each other in the fucking eye. I'm not saying when we're in London, people are like, oh, oh, hi, oh, hi. You know, I'm not, you know I'm not, no, that didn't happen. Didn't have, oh, 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 oh. You know, that didn't happen. They're not like looking at us. They're, you know, they're, they're sneering at us. They know we're fucking American. And my son, oh, they know American. He, he thinks, my son thinks he could check, he could see an American from like a mile. They, they, oh, that guy's so British. That guy's so, and they could tell, he thinks he knows what British people look like. Uh, and this one guy said, oh, that's, that's an American. And the guy's like, oh, hello, oh, that's what the guy started saying. He's like, oh, I thought that was an American. I'm like, you can't tell sometimes. Sometimes you can't tell. Sometimes Americans do dress like Europeans and vice versa, right? Just because a douchebag is wearing a hat uh, from fucking Alabama or some shit, shit, like Crimson Tide hat, doesn't mean he's not British. And he was. So, you know, a little, little learning lesson there for the old the young chap uh, that not everybody you think is American is and not everybody you think is British is as well. All right? You can't, that's, that's called association. That's called bigotry, isn't it? Uh, cultural appropriation, not association. Cultural appropriation. That's what I was going for. It's like a fucking hoop earring, right? Um, and dreads. So you can't do that, son. Um, but we get there and, uh, uh, but it's stink. Is that a, is that a right word? It's got less stink on it. New York has more stink. I can't tell if that's a good word or a bad word. Dink. That's a good weed, right? Isn't dink good? But you don't, you don't, you don't want your wife to be a skink. You don't want a skanky girlfriend. If, if you start dating, you're like, oh, God, I'm, I'm, he's dating Melissa. She's such a skank. That's not good. But I think stank's all right, isn't it? It's got some stank on it. I don't know. Is that like pussy juice? Is that good pussy? Bad pussy? She's got some stank on it. I, that's a, that doesn't sound appealing to me. Um, but, uh, yeah, I like London. I, I like it. But it, doesn't, it still doesn't feel like we're on our trip yet. Right? It just feels like we're a little bit more east. You know, we're in New York, just about three more hours east, right? Not, not, nothing to, just across the pond. Nothing too different. But I knew, you know, well, I wanted to get out. and People bash the food. I don't, I don't mind the food. I really, I mean, is there better food out there? Sure. But I don't mind the food. You know what you're going to get. Fish and chips, which I actually didn't get this trip. I never really had a fish and chips craving. I would get them a lot when I first started dating my wife. Years ago, I'd get fish and chips a lot. I don't know why. And when I first went to London years ago, before we had kids, I got fish and chips and some mushy peas. I just had to. But this trip, I'm like, nah. But we got some meat pies. We got some bangers and mash. And I don't mind it. You know, it's, it's hearty. It's not like the most flip. But I think there's a new cultural, like, uh, foodie. I hate that fucking word. There's a foodie movement out there where things are getting a little bit more flavored. You know, I knew the beers were going to be different, of course. So that's always exciting for me. Uh, and then we're just kind of wandering, right? We drop our luggage off. I have my backpack with my computer and tech shit and all that stuff on. I think we have one more backpack. You know, we just, we, we're, we're a little bit more free. We're, we're unencumbered. And that's what's nice when you're traveling. And it's raining. It's like a quintessential sort of uh, British day out there. Uh, 7, 8 in the morning by now, 8.30, whatever it was it took us to get to the airport, to the hotel, drop the shit off, walk around. And we're just off. We're just off and running. And we're, you know, taking pictures. We see Big Ben. We see the fucking cunty Buckingham Palace. The Queen is dead. I think I wrote that. That's one of the notes I wrote. I said, let me see here. I wish Himmler, Himmler ticket, URL ticket, man. Portable gas chamber. That's when I went to Dachau in uh, uh, fucking Germany. As sick as a dog. Uh, went to see the Queen, the dumb dead bitch. That's what I said. That's what I said. Uh, you know, the first night was, the first day was okay. We're getting some pints. We're walking around. Uh, my wife's backpack and, lug got, and luggage got stuck in the fucking uh, the tube, turnstile, whatever it was. And we went to breakfast. My, my son kept wanting a proper English breakfast. That's all he kept saying. The whole trip. Well, can we get a proper English breakfast? And like, we're not in fucking England anymore. Uh, but no, he didn't really do that. But we found breakfast at this place called Balans, I believe it was called. Let me check my notes. Balans, B-A-L-A-N-S. And we just walk in there, and we, we, we kind of hit this quite a bit. Do you guys have reservation? Do you guys have a reservation? No, we don't have a fucking reservation. We're fresh off the boat, man. We're fresh off the boat. I don't, but every time they asked if we had a reservation, they sat us anyways. So is that a weird, like, uh, American thing? They see we're douchebags. 
you know, I got a fucking American flag shirt on. Like I, I have a stone, stone cold Steve Austin hat on, you know, my wife's, uh, tits are hanging out with, and they, they're like, uh, uh, freckled. I don't know. She doesn't have freckled tits, but you know, they're, they're she's like the quintessential, like she's got like a, uh, what Jeff Foxworthy shirt. No, what the, the Daytona 500, Richard Petty. She's got a Richard Petty shirt. My, my, my daughter's wearing a Trump hat. Fucking make America great again. My son looks like an Aryan Nazi, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes. So he doesn't, he doesn't have to wear anything. He's got the, He's got like a fucking the, the black cross, iron cross of, of Nazism all stitched on his forehead, like the Harry Potter fucking uh, 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 firebolt or whatever the hell it is. Um, you know, is, is that it? Do they just know we're Americans? So they like, oh, reservation? No, we don't have fucking reservation. So anyway, they sat us anyways. And it's a proper breakfast, but a fucking in, uh, uh, expensive proper breakfast. But I'm so tired, I don't give a shit. You know, my, my son and I order the same thing. You know, it comes with a... a, a uh, fucking sunny side up eggs or whatever they call them. Uh, some uh, fucking, what do they call bacon there? Uh, bangers? No, it's not bacon. What is bacon? What is bacon called? Is it just called bacon? Uh, it's, like, it's like ham. It's like sh- fucking ham. Banger? I think it's banger. No, it's, that's the sausages uh, that I stuck up my fucking twat too many times. Um, so we got that. It comes with mushrooms and a fucking blistered tomato or some shit. A big thing of bread. You know, whatever. And my, my wife gets porridge proper porridge what the fuck she who fucking orders porridge she gets porridge my daughter gets like american pancakes that's where we got ourselves fucking set across my little nine-year-old daughter gonna be 10 in a couple of days she she orders american pancakes the moment we're out of america she just orders american pancakes it's like bananas on it and syrup and shit it's just like oh come on daughter come on don't you know we're trying to hide you know we're, take your fucking trump hat off Take your America, make America great again hat. We're trying to like, we're trying to embed ourselves here, right? We're trying to hide among the among the locals. And was it a local place? I don't know. We spent way too much for our first breakfast, but that's all right. I got a couple of pints of some shit. Nine in the morning. Did I get a couple of weird looks? Maybe I don't give a shit. I was too tired. I'm just like, I don't give a fuck. I need something to get me going in here, and that worked. the The breakfast worked. The beers worked, and then we're off and running, right? And then we just kind of we just mill around. That's what we just mill around. Uh, we find later on around lunchtime, we eat, get another pint. You know, I'm looking at the beers. It's interesting to always look at the And this is what's so glorious about fucking uh, Europe. You don't have to worry about IPAs. If you're a beer drinker, you don't have to worry about fucking IPAs in Europe as much as you do here. Do they have them? Sure. But they're so much different than the IPA. I only had, I think, the entire trip. And I'm drinking every day. This is like 21 straight days of drinking. And it's less drinking than I do in America, though. For those 21 days, cumulatively speaking, for those 21 days, I probably drink less than I do on like a typical week sometimes when I'm on a little bender here in America. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm drinking one here, walking a couple miles, stopping, drinking another, walking a couple of miles, walking, walking, drinking, walking, eating. Then we get to like the hotel. I'll get a couple at a grocery store or some market, bring that back to the hotel and pass out. And not pass out from being drunk, just pass out from exhaustion, right? So every time I go on a trip like this, I'm not getting hung over very much. You know, there might be a, a day or two where I wake up, I'm like, oh, that was a little bit too much last night. Or it's the, like I said, the cumulative effect, right? When I have too many and too many days in a row, it's going to take, it's going to do wear and tear on your body. I'm 44 years old, right? I can't do this shit anymore. I'm not 24 anymore. So, uh, yeah, but it's just strange. It's just strange how that happens. But anyways, it is weird. So the no IPAs, lovely, lovely. And I did end up getting, I think, two IPAs. At this French Irish pub. Why do we go into an Irish pub by the Sacre Coeur? I don't fucking know. But that's all I had on tap. I'm like, hey, he recommended it. The fucking Frenchie, he recommended it. You know, he's like, wee, wee. Oh, oh, oh. I said, all right, I'll fucking get that shit. And it was all right. But it's not like the IPA that tastes like fucking uh, a Jolly Green Giants uh, jizz, right? With fucking lawn trimmings. And they just put that in a glass with like, fill it up with some bubble water. And like, here you go. Here's a fucking quadruple IPA with schmegma. It's like, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm tired of IPAs. But they don't have, I don't have to worry about it. But I'm looking at the content, the alcohol, and some of them are like, oh, English bitter, that sounds good. 2.9? I'm not going to spend $7 or fucking six pounds on a goddamn 2.9% beer. So I may have to, I had to be mindful, all right? So after we're walking around trying to find a pisser, my son had to piss. He goes and buys a fucking uh, goddamn Pellegrino or some shit. I don't know what he's buying. Uh, maybe it's a Yerba. I don't think they had Yerba there. Maybe they did. I think it was a Pellegrino. So he goes in this little coffee shop, buys something, takes a piss because he feels bad of just taking a piss. And I'm like, is there a pisser in there? So we go in. My daughter's got a piss. My wife's got a piss. And then I'm trying to piss, right? 
my daughter goes, and I'm like, all right, I'm hopping. I'm doing the fucking one, fucking uh, pinching my one-eyed willy shut, you know, between the pants and the underwear. And I'm like, God damn it, Willa, come on. And she's, she finally comes out of the bathroom. I'm like, whoo, I'm in the back of this little, like, kitchen, right? Just one little, one little fucking a little hole-in-the-wall toilet. So I, I go in there. I start to piss. I'm like, oh. And you ever get those moments when you have to piss, but you can't because you got to shit, at the same time. And that's what was happening in this little fucking kiosk of this goddamn little coffee shop in the middle of London somewhere, right? So I'm like, oh, come on. I just want to piss. I just want to get the piss out. But I'm like, fuck. And then I had to just like do it. Like a, you got to turn around. You're pissing. And I don't think women have this problem. So if you're squatting and you're pissing, you just go, all right, let it all. You just let it all fucking hang out, right? A baby will pop out. You'll menstruate. You know, you'll go through your menopause. Whatever's going to happen on the toilet, you're already sitting. But for dudes... When you got to piss so bad, but then like the asshole wants to come out, and then you're also piss wants to come out, and you want to jizz somewhere too. It's like there, there's two, there's all, it's like four different pipes, right? You got four different pipes that are all crossing. It's all, it's all wired, you know, it's all fucked, screwed up. So I'm just sitting there trying to piss. I'm like, come on, I don't want to shit right now. I don't want to shit in this little fucking kiosk in the middle of London, proper London, with no stink on it. I'll, I'll shit in an alley in fucking New York, no problem. And no one's going to care. They don't even have a fucking mayor there anymore, do they? Or the mayor's trying to shoot all the rats. I don't know what he's doing. But I don't want to do this in London. You know, they, 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 they're going to think I'm a bad person, aren't they? They're not, I'm not proper if I just shit in this little fucking coffee shop toilet. But I have to, man. I just turn around and just fucking ass blast. Then the piss comes out. Then I'm fine. I'm like, oh, God, thank God. Then I run out of there. I just go, blinders on, grab my daughter by the fucking, uh, grab her by the hair, pull her, you know, yank her out like a caveman. Like, come on, bitch. You know, I'm, I'm going through this little coffee shop. So we get out of there finally with, uh, with you know, hopefully with, with no, one, no, no retort. You know, no person think, oh, these, these slimy bastards. You know, I'm sure the next person to come in with, ew. I'm sure the next person who went in after I ass blasted and pissed and jizzed or whatever I did, I'm, ew. I'm sure that's exactly what they said. Oh, 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 proper, pro- not proper. Um, uh, oi. That's what I kept saying. I just, I just had the urge to say that in London. Oi. And I just kept saying it every once in a while. My wife got mad at me, of course, and, you know, she wouldn't blow me later, even though we didn't have any space uh, for that anyways. Um... But, yes, so I shit. Then we find another pub. Can't remember the name of it. Fuck, I should have written that down. Did I write it down? A pretentious note? No, I don't think I wrote it down. Anyways, some fucking, like, bag of dicks or um, fucking uh, Harry's balls. Uh, or my wife's a cunt. Whatever it might be. Uh, they, have, you know, they have funny names there. Uh, you know, the pickle and the crossing, the, the hair and the dick. Uh, you know, whatever, the hair, like H-A-R-E and the dick. Uh, and the, it's a dick like an actual cock. Uh, maybe they have cock in arms, probably cock in arms, cock in my arm, uh, an arm in my cock. Uh, they have funny names for their pubs. All right, so we go there, and I get a flint eye. You know, it's all like Fuller's, London Pride, Greenfield Brewing Company, a lot of those fucking things, right? The shit that's from like the 1700s. So I think I got a flint eye, if I remember correctly. My wife got some like Spanish barista beer or some shit. I can't remember the name of that either. Pretty good. You know, in the Flint Eye, like I like I like London beer. It's not like overly cold. And I was I was getting a lot of the cask. You know, I was getting a lot of the the old school pole cask. I see that. I like it. It, it makes me feel something more than just going to a fucking uh, a, a brewery in California and be like, give me eleven dollar fucking broccoli jizz. Can I just have eleven dollars filled up and not not even a proper pint, you twat? That's why. Does America have proper pints? I don't think the fucking things are proper pints. You know, in London, you can see it's a proper fucking pint. Most of Europe, they have this little thing that says like 0.5 or whatever the hell it is, liters, right? It looks like it's a bigger glass, and I think America's fucking us. Every time I go to a brewery in America, they just have these like, I'm drinking out of one right now, just water. Just water, taking a little break from the booze, because I need to. But, you know, these aren't, I don't think they're, I don't think they're pints. I think they're like 14 and a half ounces. I'm going to do a test, all right? I'm doing a test to see if that's accurate. I think my brother did a test on it. Some of them were pints, some of them weren't. It depends where you go, I guess. So, okay, after I shit, we get, we, we're, we're just falling asleep here. You know, we're in this little kind of cool pub uh, in this little just extra little room with some seats in there. We're just kind of like lazily like, oh, God, we're, we're starting to go down. And it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, check-in time. So we just kind of go back to the hotel eventually. Uh, and we, we in this hotel... In most of Europe, and I knew this before, but it's like fucking breakneck territory. All the stairs are as steep as I don't know any fat people. There are no fat people in Europe. I, I will say this right now: there are no fat people in Europe. That's why they're better than us. If you are large, right, uh, big boned, 
Big Bert, whatever it might, if you're Big Bertha, Big Bert, whatever it might be, you're born that way. It doesn't matter if the fucking you eat too much, you're born. I don't think you can go to Europe is not for you, right? Uh, There's Asian countries probably similar. But what I saw is that, uh, like I said, I made a statement, a bold statement that there are no fat people in Europe. There have to be fat people. But I think the fat people, they like ship them out into the, into the, like the wilderness, right? Into the bogs out there, right? In the marshlands where the fucking uh, American werewolf in London lives. Werewolves in London. You know, whatever. They, they got to ship them out into the country. There's no way they're living in the cities. Some of these staircases, I can fucking barely get up and down. And I'm, you know, I with a bad knee, especially too. Yeah, but there, there's no way a fat person's going up this Rushmore Hotel with no lift, by the way, no elevator. I fucking, I just shit in a loo in the in some coffee shop across from a pub. I just destroyed a loo, a loo, a loo. Uh, so and now we have to walk up, no lift, which I knew, which is fine. So we have to lug this fucking luggage up, a big goddamn uh, sixty-pound luggage with two dick wheels on it, two small dick wheels, up this four flights of stairs, these curving, meandering stairs, and by the time we get up to the, uh, we're huffing and puffing. I thought I'm in good shape. This is why there's no fat people in Europe. You walk a lot, right? You don't get in your stupid-ass car to go four blocks. You take the tube, but you got to walk to the goddamn tube or the metro, whatever you want to call it in your city that you live in, in beautiful, beautiful Europe, better than America Europe. Right, and you're walking upstairs. There's no fucking lifts. You're drinking like 2.9 percent beer, and then you're walking it off. Right, you're eating meat pies and bangers and mash and shit. You're not eating like the best in the world. You got fish and chips and cod liver oil stuck in your dick hole, and you're pissing and you're shitting and you're jizzing it all out all at once. But then you got to walk up these four stairs, and it burns off. In America, it's like, oh, no elevator. Where's the hard rock? Oh. You know, fat fuckers. Um, and then when we get to the hotel, it, uh, we, we have a TV. My daughter finds out there's Netflix on it. She's watching some fucking show. My wife and son kind of crash eventually. I'm drinking beers that I bought at some supermarket. Uh, let me see. Let's see if I got the supermarket name down. Let's see here. Stairs of Death to the Tube. Uh, okay, I already did that. Uh, fight Song. Oh, I'll get into that a little bit. What the fuck is the name of the store? Uh, I don't know. I can't find it. I don't know. Me and my son, we found the store, of course. Uh, or I do. Every time I'm going to a, a hotel, I'm like, all right, where's the nearest market? Where's the nearest beer? Because, oh, Sainsbury Market. Here it is. Uh, walk to Sainsbury Market. Uh, I don't know if that's a chain. I think it is. And there's other little markets all around that area. Uh, we lived in a, in a very, a fairly vibrant area. There's a, there's a, a pub called Prince and Tech, uh, across the street from us. There's another pub down the way, which I can't remember the name of. Uh, but we find some, find the market. I get some beer. So shit I've never heard of before. Cobra. I don't even know the fuck. That's not from Britain. Uh, I think I got a London Pride or something. You know, I just bring that back to the hotel. It's all reserves. This is what I do, right? This is what I do. I have reserves in the hotel. So we get back there. Then my son falls asleep. My daughter uh, or my, my wife falls asleep. My daughter's hanging in there somehow. She's watching Netflix. So that keeps her going, all right? So she's watching Netflix. I'm kind of like still kind of, I'm there. Trying to, I'm on my Wi-Fi, my computer. There's some papers and shit that came in. I might be doing a little bit of work. I'm kind of just still buzzing that we're in a different country. Still trying to hold on to it. You know, I'm like getting my ninth wind. I kept calling it. I got my ninth wind. Got my ninth wind. And then you know, eventually around I don't know what it was, five o'clock. I just go crash, and I just I, I go to the bed my wife's sleeping on. And this is a, this is this room is funny. It's an old school hotel, not the fanciest in the world. There's like a death-defying fucking bathtub. It's it's very small. I had to like duck to piss and not shit this time, but I think I might have shit the next morning the same way. Like piss, shit, shit, turn around quick. Uh, drop my balls in the fucking toilet. Um, but, you know, very small bathrooms usually in Europe. Uh, and I'm not a very tall guy, not even six foot, uh, hair under six foot. But I'm ducking while I'm pissing. My son has to duck while, I'm, while he's pissing. And to get in the bathtub, like fucking, you have to crawl over the goddamn tub, and there's like a weird uh, piece of glass, like halfway across the tub. It can't move. It doesn't move either. It doesn't swing. It doesn't slide. It's just a piece of glass. This is like a fucking, I, I, I could see myself in the bathroom slipping going through this plate glass window or uh, whatever it is, shower curtain of some kind, and just getting stitches in London. I mean, that's, that's usually my MO, is hurting myself in some way, in some dumb fucking death-defying way, right? Um, 
but it didn't happen. But my my son and my daughter had separate beds, which was nice. And my the the bed my wife and I shared was big enough for both of us. And there's a couch there that we can lounge on or whatever. Big enough room. Not so much later on in London when we get back. I'll detail that in another pod. Uh, but, um, so eventually I'm just kind of like, oh, usually I flop on the bed. My daughter laughs at it, you know, when I just go like, and I, I, I'm faking like I'm going to sleep or passing out, especially when I'm like, she's talking to me. She, oh, dad, do you want to hear this next story? Dad, do you want to hear that? And I, go, and I just act like I'm falling asleep and just flop face first on the bed. Funny, fun stuff. I'm a good father. Uh, but this time I actually just face planted on the bed and, and just fell asleep. I just fucking fa- I, I rarely do that. Usually, I get a tenth wind, eleventh wind, especially with beer. Like the aroma of hops is around. You know, I'm a, I could smell it. I try to stay up. I was just dead. You know, we're up for 24 hours, whatever it was at this point. Uh, and so I just crash face down. And then I could hear my wife and son waking up, milling around. My daughter fell asleep for a little while. And then we had to eat something. And then my wife wakes me up around eight o'clock. My lovely wife. And she gets some something called fucking uh, uh, Nando's. Nando's chicken. Peri-peri. What the fuck is that? What is peri-peri? It had some peri-peri sauce. P-E-R-I-P-E-R-I. I don't know what that is. Maybe I'm not cultured enough. But it had, and it was all right. It wasn't great. It was right down the street from our hotel room. My wife picked me up like a chicken pita wrap or some shit. It was all right. And then after that, we just, I just, we had, I just had to shove the chicken and, you know, drinking a beer, shoving the chicken in my fucking fat face with my bad teeth and like not feeling so bad because I'm in the land of bad teeth. Not anymore though, because some, for some reason, the fucking goddamn dental implant industry and the braces industry, orthodontics have taken over the world and they just charge up the ass to get like seven year olds braces who haven't even lost a fucking tooth yet. They've been telling my daughter since like she was seven years old. She's in, she hasn't lost a tooth. She's lost like two teeth. By seven or whatever the fuck it was. How do you know she needs braces? If you, she's lost two fucking teeth. Uh, but the world is crashing all around us. And the orthodontics are coming right with it. All right. Um, and what, the thing about London was funny. We did go. Did we go out? At some point, we did ask a barkeep uh, 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 to, uh, can my son drink? And my son was getting excited because he's 17 years old. A lot of Europe is 16 years old. Some of it's 18 years old. I kind of knew that London was 18, but we didn't know in a proper pub if uh, uh, you, you, could be, you could drink a beverage at 18 or 17 years old, and you couldn't. Some guy said at the place where we're all kind of passing out after I destroyed the fucking loo at the coffee shop across the road, um, uh, we asked him, eh, not here, not here, but maybe at like some bigger establishments, uh, meaning chain establishment. But we, we, didn't, we, we gave up. We asked twice, we gave up. All right. So my son was not going to get a goddamn fucking beer in London at, at, at a pub. It just wasn't going to happen. Uh, so that was it. That was kind of the, the first night. And then we I wake up at like two in the morning, maybe just, it's, you know, that's that hang or that jet lag sleep. I uh, wake up and I hear just like, oh, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, God damn it. It's going to be like this every fucking night. And we're on the fifth floor. For some reason on this trip, they kept giving us the goddamn fifth floor. I think when I made the reservations, I put a family room, four people, and they put these fucking losers uh, who travel with kids on the fucking fifth floor to get away from everybody who's trying to have fun in life. Right? So we go to the fifth floor. It's fine. Or fourth floor, whatever the fuck it was, up those goddamn godly, ungodly stairs. And then, yeah, I could just hear it. Like, fight fucking football songs. And fucking Prince and Tech. I think that's what it was. A goddamn pub, Prince and Tech, which I didn't go into. My wife and I the next night went into some other goddamn pub down the way. But I think that Prince and Tech motherfuckers, there must have been some like 2 a.m. football game. I don't know what happened, but I just, oh, and this is, I'm a, I play rugby. I know what fucking fight songs are. I know what douchebaggery is. I know people like uh, uh, whipping their dicks and balls out at socials and shit for whatever reason. So I don't mind it. It's fun. It's got some air of fun to it, but not fucking 3 a.m. Not 3 a.m. I'm jet lagged. I, I just ate fucking Perry Perry, some Nando's chicken shit. You know, I'm, 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 I've got a piss. I, I drank fucking warm beer, a Cobra. You know, every time I drink a sip of Cobra, I'd, I'd, fucking, I'd make that hissing noise for some reason. You know, I'd, I'd be shitting on the toilet, having a fucking hair of the dog, uh, and I'd go, and I got a Cobra later on, too. And, uh, oh, it was London. That's the only place I saw Cobra. If anybody knows where Cobra is from, it seems like a Thailand beer or a Southeast Asia or some kind. But anyways, um, yeah, so we take the stairs. So we, we go to sleep fine. I mean, we sleep fine. It's kind of that weird rough sleep. The first night's always weird when you go, you know, when you're, whenever you travel eight plus hours, it's always going to be a weird first night sleep. Um, 
So yeah, go go through the fucking uh, Princeton Tech football fags uh, song and fag in, in London is a cigarette. I'm not calling them fags. I'm calling them cigarettes or faggots. All right, faggots or cigarettes or a bundle of sticks. Do you guys know that, right? I learned that when I was a young child. I f- figured out the word faggot, and then I said, oh, it's a bundle of sticks. Uh, not bad. You know, it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, it's better than here. See, they're better than us. They don't, they don't, they're not derogatory against homosexuals, right? They call fags cigarettes. Do you have a fag? I'm like, what do you, what? And they're like, oh, no, I don't smoke. I'm sorry. Oh, I, don't, I don't have a bundle of sticks on me. Um, and then the next morning, it's, it's up and at them. Up and Adam time. Time to go explore after a full night's sort of rest with the Prince and Tech football fago, fagos, fagulas. Uh, sing, ah, da, 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 da. You got the fucking light eye. Hi, hi. And I'm just staring out. I'm just like, we have this weird window that opens up into, into the roof. What do they call those windows? Uh, I don't know. Fucking port windows or some shit. Is that an ocean vessel window? Uh, they just open up like, like from the roof. And I'm going, oi, 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 at like 8 in the morning, just screaming out the window. And I'm looking for pigeons. You know, I have a thing where I, whenever I travel, I try to take pigeon pictures because it's funny to me because pigeons around the world all look the same. Uh, so why not take a picture, a picture of a pigeon in front of the Statue of Liberty? Why not take a picture of a pigeon in front of a Buddha statue in Thailand? Why not? Why not take it in front of a, the beautiful ocean view in Costa Rica or in uh, 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 the Golden Gate Bridge in the shithole city of San Francisco? Why not? Why not do it? It's fun. Uh, so I'm looking for my pigeons. And we know we were going to take a, you know, my, my son and I went again to Sainsbury, Mar- Sainsbury Market, 8 a.m., got a couple of, uh, this is a, the food of the trip, the pan au chocolat, croissant, croissants and pan au chocolat, uh, and a yogurt, and I got some more booze. I didn't know if they, is there some rule in London you can't buy booze at 8 in the morning, but I did. I got some, again, reserves. I'm a reserve type of man. Uh, very reserved in nature, in my mind, and in my soul. All right? So we get that, bring back shit, eat a little bit. Then we're just like, all right, let's go. Let's get on the fucking tube. Let's figure this shit out. So my, my daughter's really into Harry Potter. And this became a big theme in London as well. Harry Potter is cool, I guess. The books are good. Movies are all right. Lame fans, though. I mean, just anything that gets like so big, you're going to get lame fans. People go to Disneyland, they're lame. You know, if you wear a Mickey Mouse shirt and shit and you're, you're past the age of 12, you're, you're lame. It's just, it's just bad news. It's like people who go on cruises, right? If you go on a cruise, it's just, it's just not good. You're just a bad seed, right? It's just a bad seed. Get a butter knife that's rusty and just stick it in some orifice. Don't even try to, like, don't try to saw your fucking, uh, 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 um, what's, that, what's the vein called in your wrist? Don't try to saw that shit. Right? Don't try to stick it on the inside of your thigh and get that little fucking uh, uh, pressure point or whatever the hell it's called. What's that called? What the fuck's the vein called? Anyway, portal vein, portal hypertension, uh, stickler vein, uh, whatever it's called. Uh, varicose vein. No, that's, what, that's what's on my fucking nose. Um, God damn it. What's the fucking sh- fuck? I can't think about it. Anyways, just stick it in an orifice. Take a rusty fucking goddamn bag of rusty nails. Like That's the name of the pub that we went to. And just stick that out in some hole of yours. All right? Where you're going to get, get some sort of weird festering disease uh, like I got. I, got, I, got like, I think I got the Black Plague in fucking uh, Strasbourg, France, uh, where we stopped over for a night before going to, on the train to Munich. And then in Munich, I got the fucking full-blown bubbles. Right, blue balls too, and this whole fucking trip. Does, does any hotels have like a separate bedroom with a lock? So if there is a husband and a wife who want to get down and funky when they have their kids traveling with them, that we can do that properly, please. That's something I really urge the European Union to do. We don't have that in America either, right? Uh, I don't think we have a lot of separation in the American hotels either for the for the the courting of a male and a female together while they're traveling with children. Uh, but anyways. Uh, yeah, I think I, I got the festering fucking disease. I think I shoved a butter knife up my asshole at some point. Maybe it was a croissant. I don't know. Uh, maybe my wife was getting kinky and put some fucking pan au chocolat in my dick hole at some point. I was like, Ugh. you know. Um, anyways, so we go to po- Harry Potter. My my daughter's a big fan, so we have to go find this fucking nine and three quarters. Uh, uh, if you read the books or watch the movie, like you losers do because you don't read, uh, especially my five listeners. I'm sure you're illiterate. But it, there's a nine and three quarter platform. And I guess it's where Harry Potter's stupid ass uh, goes into Hogwarts or some shit. I don't remember. 
but it's like nine and three quarters. We had to go see it, of course. So we, it's at King's Crossing and San Pancras, uh, St. Pancras uh, uh, um, tube station, you know, the stop. So we get off there. We have, we have to find it anyways for the next day. That's where we take off to go to the channel uh, into France. So we go to this Harry Potter. Uh, it's a big fucking train station, right? There's trains going from country to country. There's the tube. There's another like bus line or tram metro or some shit, a transsexual fucking Derek Jeter, whatever it might be, right? Um, so we find it finally. We're, you know, we're, we're all afraid to ask. There's a bunch of fucking London tube people around. Workers, uh, as you might call them, employees of the state, the union, the kingdom, uh, to the crown, right? They're loyal to the crown. So we're looking for them, and, and, and it, it, you know, but no one wants to go ask. And finally, I think my, my son just goes out. Where's the fucking Harry Potter shit? So he goes up there. He's like, oh, nine and three quarters. And people are pointing this way and that way. And of course, they know we're tourists. And that all the tourists go to the dumb shit. So we finally find it. And you know what they have there? It's like the luggage and like the cart that stupid hairy ass Potter goes into the thing with, uh, into the wall, uh, magically through this brick wall. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I don't. I gotta watch the movie. I gotta read the book again. I've never read it. I gotta watch the movie. I read it to my son a little bit. I read it to my daughter a little bit. Uh, can't quite remember. But he goes into this brick wall. I think at nine and three quarter station. But of course, there's a fucking line there. There's a line like wrapped around, and there's people taking pictures. You know, the the, the photographers that work for the fucking Harry Potter gift shop that's right next door. There's a Harry Potter gift shop right next door to the nine and three quarters fucking luggage going halfway into a goddamn brick wall. They turn it into Disneyland. Basically, right? So Harry Potter became like a Disneyland franchise. And of course, my, my daughter, my beautiful daughter, sees shit everywhere for Harry. Oh, can we do that? Can we go there? Can we do that? I'm like, ah, I don't want to fucking go shopping. But of course, we get stuck. We take a picture of it. You know, she's kind of in the foreground of it. We're not waiting in that goddamn line to pay 20 pounds fucking uh, to, to get a picture. And the people like put a scarf on you or some shit. I don't know if Harry Potter wears a scarf or a cape or some shit. And they like, they make it look like it's windy for a second. They, they snap the picture of the person pushing the goddamn cart of luggage. I'm like, oh, we're not doing that. So my daughter's okay with it. She's a trooper, but she wants to go in the gift store. And of course, what does she come out with? A fucking other stuffed animal. I told her no stuffies on this trip. I told her, tell her that every, every trip, no stuffies, right? But she always is able to finagle a stuffy. And she got some, some pink fucking rat looking thing. I'm like, is that even in Harry Potter? And she swears it is because it's in the Harry Potter sh- shop. And it's probably 36 pounds. I didn't buy it. My fucking wife bought it. I'm like, I'm not going in there. So I sat and stewed and counted my money and looked for some fucking an ale pie of some kind, right? I wanted a pasty. That's what I wanted. A fucking pasty, not pasty like on a stripper's tits. That swirl and twirl and tassel, like the goddamn fucking pink tassel that I got on my stupid notebook from Target for the trip that I barely wrote in. But, you know, like a, like a, a pasty, like a fucking, it's, a, it's, a, it's like a calzone, no, it's like a crusty pie. It's a portable pie, a portable pussy, right? It's, like, it's a pocket pussy. That's what, it's a pocket pussy for meat lovers, right? It's a pocket pussy for we got the meat. It's like what Arby's wishes to be. All right. So we did find some in that train station. My wife wanted one. My son wanted one. He's like, oh, they're only like $1.99. I go over there. They're not fucking $1.99. They're $6.99 pounds. So that's like $10 fucking American, right? Or whatever, $9. So we got a couple of pies there. And that is just the end of day two, right? So I think, what do we get? Let me read here. I got a steak and ale pie and a Cornish beef. I thought Cornish, when I first, my, my son picked out a Cornish beef because we made him get it. I gave him some money. I think we got some pounds out. I gave him a 20 or some shit like that. Uh, I said, okay, go get some fucking meat pies. And I said, get the Cornish. I thought Cornish was a hen. When did Cornish become beef? But I guess in, in, in London town, Cornish is now uh, beef. Cornish beef. But it's pretty good. You know, it's all right. It's a typical pasty. It's, not, it's at a fucking train station near the goddamn nine and three quarters Harry Potter fucking brick wall debacle. That my wife, my, now my daughter's happy. She also got like a... We went into another Harry Potter store later, too. Can you fucking believe that? By Buckingham Palace. Another goddamn Harry Potter. We went into, like, fucking nine Harry Potter stores. There's, like, there's a, there's a fucking tourist shop on every goddamn corner, and everyone has the same shit outside. Like, colorful stuffed animals. When did rubber ducks become a thing? If you're buying rubber ducks and you're not, like, 10 years old, what the fuck is wrong with you? There's rubber duck stores where they just you go in there, they have rubber ducks. That's it, of various sizes. They have like a small rubber duck, they have a medium rubber duck, and there's these fucking giant rubber ducks like the size of a goddamn poodle. Who would buy a rubber, and they're like $170. And then my daughter got this little duck in Prague, 
a little, I mean, she got finagled, and my wife got finagled into it. I'm not going in this fucking duck shop, right? I was an old, crusty, I'm like my dad. My dad, who escaped Disneyland, when we all went when I was a child, he had a panic attack and just went and slept in the car all fucking day. Smart man. Smart man. But I was like, I'm not going into a goddamn gift shop. I'm not doing it. I'll go buy beer. I'll go into a fucking restaurant or a, a market to get croissants and shit or pasties, tits, you know, freckled tits. But another thing my son said, he said a lot of women look, and I, oh, what do you think about the, uh, the European women, man? Who I think my wife actually asked him that. I think my wife was checking him out too. She's a lesbo. But um, he's like, oh, they tan a lot. I didn't notice that. I didn't notice they tanned a lot. But, but it makes sense. I don't know. I didn't notice that. They, they, they looked all right to me. They looked all right to me. And just a teaser, uh, what was I just talking about? Oh, the fucking gift shops. Yeah, I just won't do it. But my, my daughter wanted to go in every single gift shop. They're all the same. And we went into like four. Four or five in one day is enough. I just take me to the, the, the tits and tassel uh, fucking local pub. Take me into the fucking pasty, pasty balls and, 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 and schmegma juice pub at the corner. Give me, take me to the Prince and Tech. Take me with the football fags. I'll, I'll, I'll fucking smoke a fag with, with them and become a fag. And I'll go, yo, 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 oi, 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 oi. Ah, fuck, I'm in an hour. Uh, all right, that's enough for today. Part du, part uh, part uh, du, ein, wein, whatever you want to fucking call it. I'll talk more shit about it next week. Let me see. Oh, we got a lot. Oh, we barely even got it in the fucking thing. Uh, so more travels with Dawn next week. Uh, and enjoy. Yeah, sh- yeah, shove a duck up your bunghole.